Hey everyone, this is Katie Sweetman with Empowering Astrology and this is your look at the astrology of June 29th through July 5th, 2020. So again, yes, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in Brooklyn, New York. And every week we look at the astrology together. We also look at other things as well. Um, this week we've got some big things in store and maybe you're thinking wow katie it's always something big but you know we have these different points throughout the year where the astrology kind of gathers together and uh where it's a little bit more of a powerpoint or a powerpoint or a powerful point or a turning point um and we have to adapt we have to go with the flow and as we went into june you know what i said to you all is okay we're in eclipse season eclipse season equals change equals pivot it's as if the great stage of our life is readying for the next act and maybe we saw some dramatic exits maybe we saw when that curtain came up on the next act we saw a different cast of characters we saw a different scene before us and that's just life eclipses teaches us or teach us that every six months we sort of have this refresh this new beginnings this new chapter and you know these eclipses they sort of fall within these 18 month chapters so as we went into june we had the june 5th lunar eclipse in sagittarius that was the first and a series of eclipses that will be in Sagittarius and Gemini, its opposing sign, until the end of 2021. But then we had a solar eclipse on June 21st in Cancer. And then this week we have the last of these three eclipses on July 5th in Capricorn. So we're rounding out eclipse season this week. But these two eclipses, the one that was in Cancer and the one that's in Capricorn on July 5th on Sunday, um, or on July 4th if you are in Los Angeles, um, they close out a story uh, that began in July of 2018. Because on July 12th, 2018, that was the first in the series of eclipses. It was an eclipse, I believe, at 10, or not 10, 20 degrees of Cancer. That eclipse was opposite Pluto. And we sort of went into this two and a half year story arc of really having to do a lot of deep Plutonian work. And if you know anything about Pluto in astrology, it's a planet that's sole function is to get us to evolve, but sometimes evolve in a way that can be a little painful because it means we have to look at ourselves. It means we have to see things for what they are. We have to search deep within. We have to look at the things that are no longer feeding and supporting us. We have to look at the structures of our life. Pluto's been in Capricorn since 2008. It will continue to be in Capricorn until 2023, 2024. So the story arc since 2018 is now starting to come to a close. And I think at the heart of this story arc with the North Node at the time in Cancer, we had the first eclipse was it in Cancer. How do we feed, feed ourselves? How do we care for ourselves? How do we nurture ourselves? And it's when we are sort of stuck in the hardness of Capricorn, sort of stuck in the limitations, the barriers, the things in our life that imprison us, then we're like crying out for like, what's gonna support us? What's gonna feed me? What's gonna 
make me feel safe and secure. Cancer is home. It's the archetype of the home. It's the archetype of family, the mother. And of course, those things may be a little, you know, uh, based on how your own previous experiences with that. But how do you create something very new? So we had a solar eclipse last week, uh, June 21st. That's all about over the next six months. We have to create something very new. Cancer is very much rooted in the past. It's about memory. It's about familiarity, instincts. These are all wonderful things until they are not. And when we had this eclipse right on the uh, solar uh, summer solstice here in the northern hemisphere, uh, winter solstice for those of you who are in the southern, um, it's saying that over the six months we have to have, over the next six months, because eclipses, six-month story arcs, um, we need to have some very powerful new beginnings. We need to get our emotional needs met. We need to have softness. We need to have care. We need to focus on our home life. We need to tend to our roots and we need to maybe excise anything from the past that's just no longer working for us. Um, if you are joining me for the live chat, hello, uh, do say hi, do tell me where you are listening from, even if you're watching on the replay, yes, you can watch the replay on my YouTube channel, Empowering Astrology, or on Spotify, or IGTV over on Instagram, um, again, I'm in Brooklyn, I've, you know, kind of coming out of a three-month quarantine. I don't know how you all have been so home and living situation have been very much a part of my life the past few months as I've uh, spent more time in my home than I think I ever have before. Um, so I know that it's it's a different time for everybody. And, and I do want to talk about this week's astrology. You know, I was talking about the eclipses and how we're kind of coming to the end of the story. You know, this with a lunar eclipse sort of on the, you know, looming, I mean, it's a better word for that, but coming up to the end of this week with a lunar eclipse, emotional energies will likely run high. So if you are feeling something, you know, it is cancer season, it is about feeling our feelings. If you're feeling something uh, this week, it might be very old. It might be rooted in something from the past, rooted in something from memory, parents, ancestry. Um, these are all the things that kind of come up during this time of year. But the other thing, and I did talk about this last week, although I can't remember how much I, I did talk about it, Mars is now in Aries, and Mars is going to be in Aries for six months. And that's actually quite unusual because normally it's six weeks. So in Aries for the next six months, it's going to be really initiating and pushing us to move forward with something. It's sort of like hitting the gas pedal after idling for a few weeks or maybe six weeks in the terms of Mars and Pisces. Um, and that's, this is going to mean different things to different people. And this is you know, so for some of you, you're like, all right, great. Now we're moving forward. Let's go. For some of you, depending on your own relationship with Mars, maybe it's not that fast, but Mars has a tendency to heat things up. And I think if I remember correctly, in the last uh, video, I did talk about what was being, what was heating up in your life. So it's really uh, important to note that now this week we've got Mars and Aries. We're moving forward. We're taking action. We've got these lunar, this lunar eclipse on the horizon. Things are sort of going in new directions. New people are coming onto the stage. We're sort of also wrapping up something from the past as well. I'm just looking at the comments. See some folks from Australia, UK, 
Miami, Florida. Kind of wish I was, well, kind of wish I was at the beach, but I hear that um, Florida is a little bit of a hot spot right now for the virus. So do stay safe. Speaking of which, and I, I don't know if you all remember, uh, maybe a couple months ago, and I said there's probably a few different possibilities about how this virus may unfold. And I said that best case scenario by May. We're all uh, sort of getting a chance to move around more. And we actually did see that, did see uh, some countries and some states start to come out of quarantine in May when the lunar nodes changed from Gemini to Sagittarius. It's the second second best case scenario. Mars and Aries is sort of us really moving forward. And like the second half of this year is a lot more action than the first part of the year. I said maybe worst case scenario um, is we, this is with us for the end of the year. Um, I'm a little concerned. I'm just, you know, I might be wrong. This is just me as an astrologer looking at the situation. I'm a little concerned that now that Mars is in Aries and that we are having eclipses and this is sort of tracked with the eclipses that we're starting to see some things happen again. So just do, do your due diligence, stay safe, be well. Um, I'm certainly doing that here in New York City, and, and I hope you are doing the same wherever you are. I know that we are a global audience. We are all experiencing different things, but one thing that we can agree on is that 2020 is a very interesting year. A lot of good things will come out of this time. I know a lot of you are sort of hibernating, incubating, uh, new ideas are coming forward. You're looking to make some really positive changes in your life. Um, I think that this time out for a lot of people has been a powerful reorientation of their direction and value. And maybe you have had a similar experience for me it's been very potent a lot of change a lot of internal change um it's one of those things where i'm not we'll see how it lives in the external when life sort of does its thing um this week we also have um jupiter conjunct pluto uh this is part of this lineup we have with this year with Jupiter, um, it's in Capricorn, it's been in Capricorn, I believe since December 2nd of 2019. And it has, it's meeting up with Pluto, it did that on April 4th. So just a couple months ago, it did that uh, at 24 degrees of Capricorn. And then we have what's called the second conjunction because Jupiter is retrograde and it's meeting up with Pluto at 24 degrees of Capricorn. Jupiter and Pluto, um, they are like these very titanic forces. Um, we'll, we'll see what's happening on an external level, on a world level, but on an inter- internal level, especially if you are a Sagittarius or Pisces. These are two what are called Jupiter ruled signs. Um, you might be really feeling these forces, these this alchemical force of change and transformation. Pluto sort of draws a line and says, you know, it's like old life, new life. There's 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 a very kind of stark divide, and it just reminds me of something that my guide said that the people and the lives we had and the people we were in February are, are they don't exist anymore. So there's that sense of that Pluto energy sort of making that line and things. And so this week, we might be really feeling this force of change and transformation. And yes, we're coming up to a lunar eclipse that just kind of dials things up 
a little bit. Um, so if you are feeling some intense energies, if you are feeling some intense emotions, it is cancer season, take care. Uh, whatever you need to do to feel safe, to feel loved, to feel nurtured, to maybe you need to kind of cuddle up at home or spend time safely with loved ones, because if used well and to use uses positively, and maybe this is the Scorpio in me speaking, because I am a Scorpio, FYI, for those who just uh, are meeting me for the first time, I like to use the astrology every chance I got to really power through old stuff, old blocks. You want to talk about energy that's going to like kind of push through old blocks? Well, it's Jupiter conjunct Pluto. It's, a, it's also an aspect that speaks to wealth and riches. Um, but I think that it's we have to look at the structures of our life and sort of also our faith. You know, Jupiter is faith, it's wisdom, um, it's how we see the world, it's what we put our faith into. Um, you know, what's our faith? Is our faith dented after everything that we've been through in 2020? Do we have more faith? Is there this kind of rock solid sense that maybe somehow we'll all get through this? You know, you have to really search within during this time and to see what's coming up. And, and maybe even your dreams are a bit strange. Um, you know, this all this energy that's floating around in the psychic um, and like the astral plane right now, we might be having some very revealing dreams and feelings and past. And I mentioned this on a previous uh, update. I've been having very strange, random memories, stuff that's like 30 years old, like little bits and fragments. And maybe that's just part of this release process. Jupiter and Pluto, you know, Pluto especially just makes me think of like volcanoes and release and sort of things that were buried are coming up. And certainly we're seeing that in the world, you know, people suffering, whether it's present, whether it's cumulative over centuries, it's coming up. It has to be released. It has to be healed. We cannot take it with us into the next life. So there's a lot of energy, a lot of titanic energy this week, um, going, you know, into the 1st of July. So Wednesday, this is another marquee event. Now you're like, wow, why is there so much happening? I, I don't know why there's so much happening right now, you know, 2020. Um, so the next thing is that Saturn goes back into Capricorn. This is a big deal. Uh, if you remember, Saturn w went into Capricorn at the very end of 2017. I think it was like December 19th of 2017. And it was in Capricorn until March 21st, 2020. Saturn does not change signs very often. And one of the reasons I love Saturn, yes, I love Saturn, um, is because it shows structure. It shows structure of narrative. It shows purpose and meaning. And it also shows curriculum. Let me break this down for you. And maybe you believe something different, and that's fine. But we all, each and every one of us, all 8 billion people on this planet, and everybody watching right now or listening to the replay, we all are sort of following a path within our life. We are here to learn something, and there's a structure of that, of that curriculum, those lessons. And when we, in astrology, that's where your Saturn was when you were born. So that Saturn placement in the sky reveals what kind of lessons are you learning? What is the structure of the, the things that you are going to experience over and over again until you master it? 
and you have very particular points in your life, age 28, 29 is one of them, um, age 44, 45 is another, age 58 is another where you have these big check-ins on your life and the work that you're doing and the lessons that you're learning and if you're showing up or not because Saturn really does want us to build, to grow, and to learn. But when we don't show up to the lessons that we said that we were going to learn, that's where we kind of get the little kick in the butt, so to speak. Um, that's where life suddenly feels a lot harder or we need to make a radical readjustment to get back on the path. So Saturn in Capricorn, the last uh, you know, 2018, 2019, in the first few months of this year, it was a collective lesson. This might well, be different for you based on your own chart, but it was a collective lesson around uh, maturity, authority, um, accountability. Uh, Saturn in, Saturn is what's called at, at home in Capricorn. It, you know, Capricorn is its ruler. Um, and so it was a time when we had to really look at the structure of our life, the foundation, the responsibilities that we had. It was a really heavy energy for a while. And I think that that was owing for the fact that we had the south node in Capricorn as well. It was a really intense past couple of years. And I th we were doing a lot of deep collective and individual karmic work to learn some lesson. And I'll go quickly around the zodiac so you can get a little refresh of what that lesson was for your, <clears throat> excuse me, for your sign. <clears throat> so, but Saturn is trying to get us to build something so that God, you know, at that one that moment of our death, we get to the other side and we have to account for our life and we have to sort of show the receipts that we can point and say, look, this is what I learned. These are the powerful lessons that I learned. I got the lesson. That is, that is my hope for you. That's my hope for myself. That's when I look at my Saturn. That's when I look at a client Saturn. That's the perspective that I'm looking at it from. So when Saturn switches signs, which, is, which it does on July 1st, it gave us, it's leaving Aquarius where it gave us a preview of 2021, 2022, and the first few months of 2023, Saturn Aquarius has been and will be about lessons around equity, justice, humanity, collective, um, these kind of bigger ideas, science and technology, you know, the fact that everybody went on to video call and Zoom basically during the pandemic is a very interesting yet not so unexpected uh, look at Saturn Aquarius. The last when Saturn was last in Aquarius in 1991, 1992, 1993 was when the internet went from being just strictly a military thing to something that was publicly accessible. So the, the internet is having a Saturn return right now, but also is a lot of uh, civil rights and uh, social justice issues from the 90s and also previously from the early 1960s. That said, preview, now Saturn's going back to Capricorn and it's as if Saturn is returning to a very particular part of our life to check up on our work because Saturn sat each and every one of us down in March and said, okay, I'm gonna, here's my report. Here's my report on how you're doing the last couple of years and these bigger lessons that you're learning. And, you know, check, check, check down the list. And then Saturn left Capricorn, but Saturn said, I'm going to be back on July 1st. And here we are, we're on the, on the edge of July 1st. 
And Saturn said, all right, when I come back on July 1st, we're going to get back to work. So from July 1st until December 17th, Saturn is back in Capricorn. It turns retrograde, I believe, at the end of September. <clears throat> so that we will have, it will go all the way back up to I think, 25 degrees of Capricorn. It won't get as far back as Pluto. We won't have this, the exact Saturn-Pluto conjunction again. But I think that we still are in those energies. The, the energies that we were feeling and, and, and learning th at the beginning of the year are still kind of woven into the second half of this year. Uh, new structures, new foundations, sort of Pluto and Capricorn like to kind of swing the sledgehammer at things that aren't working. Um, back in January, I called it the wrecking ball, and boy, oh boy, did it not disappoint. Um, so just to quickly recap what this means for you and your sign and also your rising sign. Saturn returning to Capricorn for Aries is a return to these deeper questions around career, direction, responsibility, and sort of the place that you reside in the world. And so you've had to have spent, let's say, 2018, 2019, even doesn't matter how old you are, but what do you what do you want to be when you grow up? Sorry, I looked at the others. Like I think there's a storm that's blowing through New York City right now. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up? So that's the question that Aries and Aries rising has had to answer. But you had a little pause, uh, March, April, May, June, and now Saturn comes back and it's like, hi, here I am back again. Um, and so you either this is a time when you have to revisit your professional life, you have to recommit to what you're doing, you have to recommit to your direction, um, you have to rebuild, um, or Saturn's like you're doing great. And then you sort of see some personal and professional uh, milestones um, in your in your professional life. Um, so you you might see some shifts in tone in your life. Each and every one of you, there's going to be some sort of time shift this week. But for Aries and Aries rising, it's in your professional life. Um, Taurus, the past couple of years were about faith, truth, meaning. What do you put your faith into? It doesn't mean if it's a religion or the world or yourself or a book. Um, this need to answer these higher questions about kind of existential questions, these worldly questions. And there's been a search for truth and meaning the past couple of years. And maybe you've seen that theme woven very deeply in your experiences. Like, how do you see the world? What's your philosophy? You know, there's a need to concretize what you believe in sort of um the sense you know i think of not morality but uh, convictions like what are your convictions this might have even been a time when you had to go back to school so there's something about higher education um that's very highlighted right now or going to be highlighted also foreign travel which of course is a bit of a question mark um with everything that's going on with the virus but that part of your chart does talk about long distance and foreign travel Gemini, uh, this is so Gemini kind of had a tough 2018, 2019, and the first few months of this year, because Saturn had been going through what's called Gemini's eighth house. And that is the house where we have to go to face ourselves. Now we all go through that part of the chart, our own chart, every every month 
it might be the moon spends a couple of days in that part of our chart this once a year during when the sun travels that part but sometimes a planet like saturn will spend three years there and at some point we will all experience that over a 30-year time frame i went through it back in 20 2006 2007 2008 um, it's not easy because you are learning to master yourself. You're learning to master the deepest parts of yourself, your shadow, your emotions. So Saturn is returning to this part and asking you if you know yourself after everything that you've been through. Do you still know yourself? Have you really gotten to the deepest parts of yourself? Um, so you might have, it might be a little uh, heavy, but you surely should have a very different experience with it than you did in the you know 2018 2019 cancer saturn is returning to your relationship sign so you spent 2018 2019 in the first few months of this year doing some deep work uh, and serious work on relationships and this means all relationships so of course romantic maybe you had a major relationship come in in 2018 2019 maybe there was a marriage maybe there was the end of a marriage Saturn wants equity and balance. It wants commitment. And if you were in a partnership where those things were not present, Saturn probably was like, this is not working. You need to do something else. Um, if somebody came into your life, it needs to sort of fit something very new. It needs to be something serious. Saturn only does serious. It doesn't do lighthearted. Um, but then if you, you know, maybe this is all relationships. You know, maybe you've seen all relationships take a different tone you've had to work and to build stronger connections and social interactions um moving on to leo wow there's a major major storm like blowing through new york city right now it looks like a wind tunnel outside um wow anyway um stay safe everybody um leo uh this is the part of your chart that it, now the, uh, the thunder is starting. This is the part of your chart that talks about your health, how you take care of your body, your relationship with your body, um, diet, fitness, nutrition, how you organize your day, work, projects. So you've had a two years of really working on your physical self. Um, I know somebody's like, I can hear the rain. Like if you could see this, it's it looks like I'm in a car wash. I'm not. I'm not lying. And, and Risa is like, yep she's it like literally looks like i'm in a car wash and since my windows of my apartment have not been washed in probably nine years um maybe the upside is that they'll get power washed um, but i really hope everybody is being safe because this looks actually pretty gnarly um anyway leo um need to work on your physical being and take care of your health so maybe you started a fitness regimen the past couple of years maybe you made changes in your diet um, maybe you need to revisit some of the changes that you made um, maybe you need to take a second look at your health uh, just side note because pluto is there you are sort of coming out of a or rather still in the oh my goodness in the midst of <laughs> this process of doing a lot of deep work on your, your relationship with your body over the last 12 years with Pluto there. Um, yeah, wow. Anyway, I'll try to like <laughs> put the weather out of my mind. I mean, if you're in New York City, this is like pretty intense. Um, Virgo. 
so this is the part of your chart where we have a hurricane happening right now. Can you hear that? I think there's hail. Virgo, this is the part of your chart that talks about taking yourself seriously. You had to do a lot of work over the last couple of years to um, really define who you are, to uh, understand um, who and what and what the essence of who you are. Yeah, Amy's like hailing. I'm like, yeah, it's totally hailing. I should tell the weather to stop because it's messing with my Facebook Live. Um, this is the part of the chart where you've needed to really define the essence of who you are and take your talents seriously. And sometimes when I say talents for people, they, the talents mean, yes, it's like total hail. Everybody who's watching the replay is getting like a little special extra. Um, wow. When I say talent, sometimes people think art and music. And talents mean a lot of different things because, and I used this uh, example the last time or previous time, is that when we, anything that we create, we have to put the essence of ourselves into it. It doesn't matter if it's a project or a piece of music or the dinner that we're making for ourselves or for our family. And so there is like this, wow. There is this time where you have to really get into the essence of who you are. So if you are a creative person, maybe you've seen a lot of creative projects in the last couple of years. Um, but I think Virgo, and I love you Virgo, my mom's a Virgo, and maybe she's even watching. Like Virgo, you put everybody else first before yourself. It's just kind of second nature and it works until it doesn't work. And so this is a kind of a two year period now going back to it where you have to um, maybe not put everybody else before you. You have to really honor and uh, know who you are, know the truth of who you are. Um, moving on to Libra. This is the part of your chart that talks about home and family. And so maybe over the past two years, you saw some major changes in your family. Maybe you moved, maybe you bought a home, maybe your family grew, maybe you got married, maybe, you know, maybe new people moved in with you. But this is a time in your life where you need to put down roots and really define who your, who your family is. And if that family is, of course, uh, four-letter words for, for some people. Um, maybe this is a time when you've needed to really create your own family. Um, there might have been some responsibilities to parents or responsibilities for things for the past, um, but this is when you are returning to this period and you need to get, this is like your last push to put down roots to create some stability in your life to really define what home and family and foundation mean to you. Scorpio, this is the part of your chart that talks about voice, how you speak, how you communicate, how people hear you or not hear you because apparently the skies are opening up over New York City. Um, it's a time when you have to take your words very seriously. People need to hear you and it doesn't matter if this is just in day-to-day -day life or if this is you know, on a Facebook Live, but you have to 
really uh, build and to become an authority of your voice. Maybe classes and teaching and learning have also been very much a part of the past couple of years. You are returning to this time. This is also a part of your chart that talks about choices and you might have to make some serious choices um, in the next five months. The choices, not to kind of make that sound ominous, but the choices that sort of set you up for the next um, for the next part of your life. You know, Scorpio is moving into a time when it's about settling down. So you're sort of getting to that point, this fork in the road right now, where it's like either a left or a right. Um, Sagittarius, uh, this is, <laughs> or it's like, we hear you, Katie, I hope so. Um, Sagittarius, this is a part of your chart that talks about money, value, how you earn a living, how you spend money, what you spend your money on, and what you need to feel material safe, materially safe and secure. Um, you might have seen uh, money and spending and, and, and maybe even, uh, ooh, thunder, um, maybe even you've seen less money in the past couple of years. But when Saturn shows you restriction, which sometimes Saturn can manifest as restriction or a lack, it's to get you very clear about what you need and what you don't need. So sometimes, you know, Sagittarius had to get a little lean the past couple of years so it get very clear about what it is what it truly values and what it truly needs so when Saturn returns to your money house hopefully you'll have a much different relationship with money you've set up a budget you know exactly what you're spending your money on and why you're spending your money on that I can't believe this is still going thank you all for your patience with mother nature um, I seems like a hopefully not a foreshadowing for this week um moving on to capricorn um it's Cap saturn's moving back to your sign it's moving back to its home sign and the past couple of years have probably not been easy saturn you know you're a sign that already talks about uh having responsibilities having duties um, reaching for success, pushing yourself harder. But I think that when Saturn was in Capricorn, especially with the South Node, we saw a little bit of some problematic, you know, it was like too much responsibility, too much duty. You're kind of stuck in like a, like a rut, you know, stuck in these structures. And, you know, maybe you're coming back to the second half of this year in a very different place than where you began it in January. But the long story with Saturn and Capricorn is you becoming Saturn in a way you learning to you know take responsibility to step up in the world to have a new have, to, maybe have a new relationship with responsibility but it's likely been a very pivotal uh, and, and you know kind of crossroads milestoney time in your life um, Moving on to Aquarius. So Aquarius, you had your little preview of your new life, March, April, May, and June. Saturn was in Aquarius, but Saturn going back into Capricorn is a reminder that you're sort of one foot in a new life, one foot in the old life. When Saturn was in Capricorn, this is the story I was telling to all my Aquarius clients. It's as if after 30 years, doesn't matter how old you are, you've accumulated all this baggage all these boxes, all these old-fashioned steamer trunks, you know, all the stuff from other lifetimes, and you've sort of spent the last two years looking at everything, sorting everything, and also getting rid of everything. Um, and so you've had to really pare down on a psychic level. 
Um, and I told everybody, or not, I told my Aquarius clients, I was like, look, March 21st, get very clear about what you're bring, not bringing with you into this new life because when Saturn finally gets into Aquarius on December 17th, it's with you. It's with you for like the next 30 years. So I know my Aquarian clients have been, you know, kind of Marie Kondoing their lives. They've they've made major moves, um, but this is kind of like your last run, like your last kind of dip into this part of your chart where you need to, again, get very clear about what you want to bring with you into the next 30 years and what you do not, absolutely do not want to bring with you into the next 30 years. So whatever sort of old stuff, you know what your stuff is, don't bring it with you. Don't bring it with you, Aquarius. Um, last but not least, Pisces. Uh, this is the part of your chart that talks about friends, communities, social connections. Um, it's quite possible that the last two years that you saw a lot of changes in your friendships. And in fact, it's not uncommon when Saturn goes through this part of the chart that people, you actually have lose friendships. Now that may, may that already happen to you or not, but Saturn was kind of trying to get you to be very clear, very discerning about the people that you call friends. Um, Saturn just wants the best. It wants equity, balance, it wants respect. And if that was not present in your friendships, um, that Saturn was a bit uh, stern and sort of letting people out of your life. Now, the idea is that you're building stronger friendships, stronger connections, and also stronger community. So you're returning back to that part of your life. Um, so anyway, that is like your little reminder of what Saturn's return to Capricorn is all about and what your lessons and your curriculum is, what our collective curriculum is. Um, Saturn is sort of the planet that's entrusted to make sure that we stick to the plan, that we sort of follow the path or the paths, plural, because I think that we have multiple paths that we set up for ourselves before we come into this life. I kind of believe in the quantum reality. Um, and you know, I think there's going to be a little bit of a tone shift this week. And then we have this the lunar eclipse on oh, the sun's out now. There's going to be a rainbow. Um, we have a lunar eclipse on July 5th. So at the end of this week, that sort of like kicks off this new second half of the year. So pay attention to what's coming up, the stories, the old stories, the stuff that you're hopefully starting to put a nice pretty bow on. Saturn just wants the best for us. And I always tell people, just do what Saturn wants. Life is a lot easier if we work with Saturn instead of against Saturn. So that's the big highlights for this week. Uh, thank you for being patient as like this amazing and crazy storm moved through New York City. Um, you guys got to heal all this here, all the hail. Um, but uh, Till the next time, uh, again, my name is Katie Sweetman uh, with Empowering Astrology. You can check me out on empoweringastrology.com. I do consultations, and I know a lot of you that often watch live are also my clients. Um, I'm on Instagram, Empowering Astro, Twitter, Facebook, of course. You can listen to this on Spotify and YouTube. Um, we will do this again next week. I'm sure we'll have a lot of things to unpack after the kind of the closing out of eclipse season. So in the meantime, stay safe, be well, and I look forward to connecting with you all next week. All right, take care. Bye.